Okay, hello and welcome to the social trio for spiritual entrepreneurs. I've been practicing saying that word because for some reason, the word entrepreneur, entrepreneur has not been coming out properly. I think I need to change that word so I don't have to keep saying it. So anyway, welcome to this masterclass where I'm going to introduce you to podcasts, YouTube and TikTok. And the reason I've sort of decided to do a little chat about this is to help people who may already come from some of the other social media platforms and would love to break out into other ones, but not quite sure what they do, will they work for them, how they work, if they're good for whatever it is that you're trying to offer people, but do it from a spiritual perspective because it's very unique in, in depending on what your beliefs are, what you want to talk about, what you're offering to people. Um, it can be a little bit different when you're out there trying to market something. And, and there's so many social media strategists. There's so many experts out there that can tell you, you know, do this, do that, do this. But that's more of a broad angle for the everyone's. And I just wanted this to give you a little overview of how it worked for me, especially with these platforms and me going through my own spiritual healing journey uh there were some challenges along the way and being someone who mostly follows their intuition it can be very easy to go nah i'm not doing that oh no that doesn't feel good so this is my insight i'm not an expert i do not have any qualifications in any of these things all i have is my own experience and my own current understanding and knowings of these platforms, how they work for me and how they might be able to work for you. Okay. Now, as you can see, I'm doing this as a slideshow. Now, <laughs> I've never, ever, ever done this. I've never created a presentation like this. I've never presented like this. Um, but for some reason, this is where we are. I am also going to do an audio version of this. So if you are listening to this and you are not watching the presentation, if I refer to any of my pictures on the screen, obviously you won't see them. You are welcome though to come and watch them on YouTube. Once I upload this one, I'm finished. Okay, let's get, well, hang on, let's get started. Okay, here's the introduction. I will just read this for you. Um, this presentation will give you my personal insight into three social media platforms that you can use to grow your spiritual business, YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts. Now, I will not be training you how to use these products, nor will there be any strategies given, but you will receive all my experience as a spiritual entrepreneur breaking out into these platforms. And I will say some of the things I talk about may be basic. You may already know all about these platforms and still listening. Go, oh, that's so obvious. But, you know, for others, it may not be. Uh, I am also not coming from the position of, oh, I'm viral. I have a million followers. That is definitely not who I am. And that's not what I've achieved. So I will not be talking about how to do that or <laughs> the benefits or non-benefits of doing that because I don't have experience with that and I'm very much under the the uh, impression that 
that's not where I need to be. I don't need to be up there having a million followers and having this huge following in order to promote whatever my message is. So if you're looking for some advice on how to go viral and how to do some amazing things on these platforms, this is not the place. <laughs> Just giving you fair warning. It's all about the quality, not the quantity. It's what I tell myself and <laughs> we're looking at our numbers. Because it's true though, because I can tell you like, especially in TikTok, having you know, even a smaller following, but that smaller following is, is unique to you and they, they are your people. And it's so much better than speaking to the masses. You're speaking to those people who actually want to hear what, what you say. And to me, that's just so much more awesome. Okay. Here's a little quick bit about me. I'm not going to carry on about me. You can find out about me. Well, I've said that three times in many other places, but I'm Anna, I'm from Australia and I've been on my spiritual journey like pretty much hardcore full-time for the last couple of years. Prior to that I was corporate um, accounting office type stuff. I am now full-on into my spirituality and uh, my journey towards finding the most unshadowed version of self. And through this healing journey, uh, my husband passed away at the end of last year. So I've had to navigate through that whilst uh, learning <laughs> so much, so much about this universe and our existence and things like that, which has led me to building businesses and putting myself out there on social media and then sort of burning it all back down and coming back to this place where I am right now with, with what you see on the screen is the eight different extensions of me. So at the moment I'm doing, you know, artistry, obviously this social trio masterclass right now, I'm writing a book about my grief journey and the awakening process together. I also have a course on emotional alchemy to help you work through your shadows. Um, I do do custom t-shirts. I also have my own podcast, I have my own membership. And I'm also doing social media graphic design. So these are all the arms that I currently have. And you could be thinking, wow, that's a lot. And, and to some, it may look like a lot, but part of my spiritual and healing journey has led me to a place where what feels most comfortable for me is being able to have different extensions of myself that I can, um, enjoy throughout my day and it's all about finding our own creativity and finding our own joy and all these things bring me joy in different ways and they are all allow me to tap into to the true essence of who i am so even though it may look like oh that feels uncomfortable it's not it's <laughs> it's it's where i feel safe and and comfortable and home and this is the the next level version of me stepping into my true self Anyway, enough about me. But if you are interested in any of those things, let me know. Okay, now these are the platforms. We are going to be talking about TikTok, podcasts, and YouTube. Now, TikTok is a social media app. It is predominantly used on your mobile phone. You can use it on a computer. I have a Mac, and the only thing I found I can use it for is to watch things. You cannot create that I am aware of, on your computer it is something you do need to um, access and if you're creating videos from your mobile phone so it's very mobile phone based app 
uh, podcasts is a voice broadcasting service so this is a place where you can record yourself speaking about a topic and allow other people to listen to you so it is more of the place where people are hearing you instead of seeing you whereas in YouTube that is the opposite of that where we are very focused on more of video formats of you speaking to camera or of course you don't need to be on camera you can create other types of videos but it is a video based broadcasting service for short and long because YouTube uh, now has something called shorts which is short um, little videos you can add to your channels they're just like TikToks and reels now before we fully go in i do just want to talk about this about how i learn in circles so the way that i have learned things has really sort of come into this circle formation lately which is and this is what happened during my own spiritual journey and the way how I was trying to learn as much as I could, as quickly as I could, where I would go from this person over here talking about something, then I'd go over to this person over here and learn something, and then I'd go over here and then it's like, oh, well, hang on, you're all saying something different because this person said this, but this person said this. Okay, so I'm going to try this for myself. Um, then, oh, that's not working. So maybe I'll get some more information over here. Oh no, but my intuition is telling me to do this. Okay, now I'm going to go try this. And this is the way how I approach everything, whether it's a new app, whether it's a new design, whether it's a new learning, I will get as much information as I can from as many places as I can, along with trying it for myself, trying the things that other people may talk about. And of course, using my intuition and it's, in this circle of different ways that we can learn and understand things that allows me to fully bring in exactly what I need. And we can use that as a spiritual metaphor, but we can apply it to the things that we learn as well. So even all the new things that I'm now learning or interested in learning about, it's not just from one textbook. It's not just from one person. I'm really bringing in information from many different places so I can really form my own opinion and what really feels true for me. So when I am talking about things, I will talk about it from as many aspects that I know about. So it's like, it's like standing on a mountain and seeing a view from a different angle. So like if there's a mountain right in the middle of the world right now, and I'm here and I'm looking at it, I'm going to see this side of the mountain, right? Whereas if you're overseas, you're, you know, you could be in the United States and you're looking at the mountain, you're looking at it from this side, but I'm on this side and neither of us are wrong. We're still looking at the mountain, but we're going to see different things. So it's just our point of view of where we are, how we're learning. And I really think that me saying I learn in circles <laughs> really wraps up because I honestly talk in circles now. Even when people ask me for advice, it's like, well, there's this side, but then there's also this side. Um, but that's just a little bit of a background of how I learn, just so you know. So when I'm talking about things, it's not, you need to do this, you need to do that, do it like this, do it like that. You do not uh, find what works for you. And even what works for you right now may not in the future because we are always consistently learning and growing. And while we're here, I will just say uh, this masterclass is not going to teach you how to use these three platforms. That is something that I am going to add on 
a lot more in depthly in depthly <laughs> to the end of this yes there will be something that i'm going to offer you at the end of this but this is more of an overview to see if this is something that you may want to know more about or you may want to learn more about or even try out but i will say when we sort of look at these platforms and new things there is no uh rule book or guidebook of here this is how tiktok works because these platforms are constantly changing they're constantly growing they're always improving the things that they want to try and offer you so you can never be fully aware of how everything works so the best way for you is try and get um, the basics of how these things work and then start finding the things that work for you or the things that you want to try to do and then see where those roadblocks come up so that then you can get that information to continue on your path and it's funny as i'm actually talking about this in learning that's exactly how i have also worked on uh, working through those beliefs or those shadows is trying to lead myself through the things that i want to manifest so if we have a goal um, we will lead ourselves towards that goal and we'll see what things come up, see what things need to be seen and things, see what things we need to work on. Anyway, that's enough about that. We are not <laughs> doing a healing session here. Okay. Now I have what I think are three important questions when it comes to deciding or, you know, knowing what your goals and aspirations are for why you would want to start using a different platform to get whatever it is you're trying to get out there so these are my three questions they're super basic that and they the answers that you have will change as you go along but the first one that I think is really important is what do you want what do you want from the app like there is a difference in your attitude towards an app if you were using it purely from a business perspective or purely from a I want to share knowledge perspective or purely from I just want to try it out and enjoy it or whatever it is but you will need to sort of really think about what do you want do you want more followers do you want more engagement do you want to increase your presence do you want people to click on links do you want to bring them into somewhere do you want them to work with you do you want them to buy your up offer or your product and once you have that sort of set in place like you may want all those things but having that set in place if you chose like you know your top three or something like that or three or even one that you want to focus on for a period of time it's going to give you more direction into which app you could use and how you could use it and how you're going to create and present your content okay next question how much time do you have and it sounds like a bit of a silly question but it, it is so important some of those platforms when you are starting and when you're trying to grow if you don't have the time to invest in creating or learning they're not going to work for you as well as they can and of course it's dependent if you're going to have help if you're going to have someone do these for, for you or not but if you are a small spiritual business and you are trying to get your business or your information out there off the ground you probably don't have another person or someone else you can pass some of these tasks on to so you really need to see how much time do you have or that you want to spend on branching out into these new apps 
And I will say as someone who branched into these, especially when you don't have any assistance, it always takes a lot longer because just say you went and you bought a program on how to use TikTok, which I've done. It will be so much easier to go through the basics of that course and go, ah, oh, okay, okay. And then you watch the video and this is how I do it. Someone will have a video, oh, to do this, you do this. And I'll be straight on there going, okay, now I'm gonna do this. Ah, oh, okay, I got that, next. And I would work through and get the basics. Um, but if you don't have that, and even if you've got, like, there is so much free information out there, it's not funny. And you can literally Google whatever you want. You will find someone showing you how to do it. But with these things, these platforms, sometimes it's really hard to word what you're trying to say, or sometimes you think you're wording it right, but you don't find the exact answer. So it can take you that extra time to find out how to do something. And if you're new to them, it can be timely as well to set it up and start creating your content and understand how it works and how you're going to do it, etc. So you really need to think about how much time do you have because I will tell you TikTok does take up some time. There's with videos, um, there is a time factor to it. There is definitely a time factor to it, but we will talk about that a little bit more. So really think about how much time do you have? Do you have time to create new content? Will you have others create for you? Do you just want to add material um, to these from other platforms? Because obviously we can do that as well. And when you do have a few platforms, I'm not really going to talk about this much in here, but Obviously, you can use uh, content that you create and then put it across many different social media platforms, which, of course, saves you time. Okay. And the last question is, what do you like to do? Because there is no point going into YouTube and creating a video if you don't like creating videos. There. <laughs> And even if someone tells you, oh no, you need to have a presence over here or you need to be doing this or you need to be doing that. If you don't like it, don't do it. There, there is no rule that says you need to have this platform and this platform and this one. You just need to find what works for you. And sometimes you may not know. You could you could try doing a podcast and it, ugh, no, I don't like doing this. Or you could get onto TikTok and go, oh my God, no, I can't, I can't. It's too much for me. So what do you like to do? Do you like to create videos? Do you like to talk on screen? Do you like, like, even if you like making up workbooks, if you're someone who likes making physical things and you're not really into um, speaking about that on camera or something like that, well, maybe you don't want to make videos like that. However, you could make up, like little collages or slideshows of the things that you make it there are ways to work around things um but i'd really start with what do you like to do i love um creating things <laughs> i just love it i love creating designs logos videos all of it so at the moment these three platforms are like my three favorites because you get the best of all worlds in them so really think about what you like to do and if you don't know like if you think like even when I first went into TikTok I didn't know how to create videos um, but once you start doing it and you see the potential and you see that you can do whatever you want you might change your mind so those are my three questions mm -hmm. 
I'm just going to quickly talk about like, as we know, there's so many different social media platforms and don't worry about this graph that you see on the screen. This is just random things I did so that the picture would look really pretty. There are so many, of course, I can't list them all. And we all are going to have our favorites and, and not so favorite and ones that become popular and ones that aren't, ones that you love, ones that you go back to. It doesn't matter. You can use whatever you want. You can use whatever group you want together. Like you could use two that don't make sense, but they're ones that you love. But just, just follow whatever feels good to you. Don't follow what people tell you you need to do or what's the next big thing or, or where your audience is going to be. I mean, if you are trying to get some big social media um, goals and you are sort of more into the strategy of really trying to get, you know, certain numbers or certain sales, obviously you need to focus on that more. But if you just are more in tune with what you have to offer and how you want to share it and what feels good to you, then just do that. Okay, so after all that super long introduction, we're going to talk about TikTok. Okay, now, if you're looking at the screen, you'll see there's a phone. That is a screenshot of actually one of my TikToks that um, I created where it was literally, I had just did a video of me walking, um, going up an escalator. So that actually moves and I just put words over the top. It's pretty simple. It's pretty easy, <laughs> but these are some of the things you can create on TikTok. It is not about dancing. It's not getting on there and creating a routine <laughs> of a dance that someone's made up to a song. It's, it's so much more than that. Now with TikTok, let's just go over some of the basics of what you can do on TikTok, which is you can now record videos up to 10 minutes. There are, well, on mine with TikTok, it has this, um, I was going to say function, but that's not the right word. With TikTok, when it has new things that it adds in or allows people to use, it doesn't give it to everyone at once. I think Facebook used to do the same thing. You know how you could look at your Facebook like home screen and you look at someone else's and you had different things on the bottom. So it's kind of like that. So TikTok has um, different functions that it will give to different people at different times. Um, so if someone has something and you don't, don't worry. It's just random. It's not that I'm aware of selected to certain people. Uh, for certain things but on mine I can record up to 10 minutes so basically like there's some presets when you go in there so it's like 15 3 minutes and 10 minutes I've only actually done one 10 minute video um, <clears throat> only because I wanted to teach something I would like I don't think you would normally use 10 minutes unless you're telling a super long story and you don't want to break it down into parts because I'll be honest I don't like watching parts um, or you can do really short videos, like as short as you want. You can also create a playlist. So if you have certain videos that are around one topic or one product or one message or whatever it is, you can put them into a playlist so people can then find your playlist because it's, oh, I'm interested in this topic. And then you can 
watch or other people can watch and binge your playlist so it's just like youtube also has a playlist so it's very similar to that tiktok now is a new thing it's pretty much like be real uh, where you just take a photo of what you're doing when it alerts you so it'll take a, a photo front screen and back screen at the same time so normally it's going to be you and what you're doing the only thing I've found with that for right now because mine seems to be coming through every 24 hours so if I'm doing them on time they're going to be at the same time every day and I think it would be really great if we could have them randomly so we could be doing different things during the day you can also go live on TikTok that is something that a lot of people use and the beauty of going live on TikTok is that you do have that open audience anyone can see you anyone can start watching your live and it does really put you out there in front of a lot of faces very quickly TikTok is also a SEO search engine uh, which means when you search something into Google, your TikTok may come up as a response. So when we search things in Google, you will find information, links to website, you'll find YouTube videos, and now you also find TikTok videos. So that's why if you have information or thoughts or ideas that you want to get out there, it's very important um, to try and create the best approach so that you can start coming up in those SEO um, search responses okay next slide common beliefs you have to create dancing videos no you do not I think TikTok may have started like that where there was a lot of young girls doing a lot of dances and you thought oh this is what TikTok is it's not um, it's definitely grown into something so much better than that so don't think that you need to create dancing videos to be on TikTok. You do not. You also do not need to keep up with the trends. Yes, TikTok does have different trends that are created, um, which means that there will be a certain song. It could be a song that you know that has been edited in some way and they've created some sort of visual thing that you do to that music there are trends and the trends because they normally become popular they are a way for you to get more views or to increase people wanting to watch you if you follow those trends however you definitely do not have to follow the trends to be successful on TikTok but you can if you want but if you're someone who likes being creative it's even if you have like a really interesting topic or whatever it is that you want to speak about it's really cool to sort of match something that doesn't really make sense with the thing that you're really talking about because it's like oh hang on don't you just stand here and talk about this no i'm going to somehow turn that into this weird cool trend and it's a way to bring awareness and attention to whatever it is you're offering in a way that other people go huh or it might get in front of people who wouldn't normally look for the type of things that you're talking about or saying or offering. Another common belief is that you need to post like 10 videos a day. Yes, you can post 10 videos a day. That is a very high level uh, social, social strategy you can use. However, I know depending on the types of videos that you are creating, 
<laughs> you will get burnt out. Creator burnout is a thing. It exists. Once you start um, spreading yourself across platforms and having to create new content all the time, and if you were doing it from a place of whatever it is you're trying to share with people, you can get content block. You can get burnout. You can be like, oh my God, I cannot create another video. So you do not need to do 10 videos a day. If you are someone who thinks you need to do that, I'd be hiring people to do that. That is definitely not something I would recommend for a one-man band. However, of course, if it is you and you have a lot of video footage already from something else that you're repurposing, of course, you may be able to do that. But if you think you need to do it to be successful on TikTok, you do not. <clears throat> Another thing I've got on here is common beliefs. <laughs> it's a secret spy service. This is a interesting idea. Now, I'm not going to give you my opinion on on TikTok, who owns it, how the software works, etc. I would suggest, like with any media platform or any app or anything that you use online, that you are aware of what information they store, what they're finding out about you, what they're watching about you, etc., and make up your own mind. I know that people have a lot of opinions on this and how they're watching everything you do and keystrokes, but I know there's a lot of apps and if we all have phones, we don't really know what they're looking at. And I, I am someone who doesn't like to bring fear into the things that I'm doing every day because I'm only following the things that bring me joy. I'm not going to spend my time worrying. Is Facebook spying on me? Is this app watching what I'm typing? I, <laughs> It bears nothing on my existence, so I'm not giving any energy to it because we know that where your attention is, where you are flowing your energy, that's where um, it is going to be reflected back to you. So do your own research on everything and see if this app or this whatever platform it is you're going to use is going to be right for you based on the information that you find. And I'll be honest, I don't think you ever find out everything about everything that we use on our phones or our computers. So, <laughs> okay, it's only for teens. <laughs> it's not. I used to think that, I remember when my daughter first started using it, she was doing all those dancing, like, oh, this is such a kid's app. Now the kids watch it nonstop, but they do it as entertainment. They do it as a knowledge um, source. Like even if I mention a topic or something, the kids will look it up and see if I'm telling the truth based on someone else's TikTok. So it is not only for teens. As an adult, I find myself on there a lot, learning a lot of things I didn't know about and finding interest in things that I never thought I'd have interest in. Another common belief is that you won't get any leads from it. I know a lot of people think this, um, which is interesting, but I'm not someone who strategizes on how to use social media and how to pull in leads, etc. However, I see TikTok more of a place that is going to uh, give an insight to who you are. So it's not a place where you would 
post offers every five minutes. I'm selling this. I'm offering this. I can do this for you. Blah, blah, blah. No, ugh. I don't. I don't like watching people selling to me on TikTok. Uh, I think we have a lot of other platforms that we can use that on that make more sense. That's just me because it's funny, however, because I did actually find things earlier on in TikTok. It was like, oh, wow, I can jump on that, which is interesting. But now I use TikTok purely for entertainment or knowledge purpose. So when I'm scrolling, I would rather see people offering something of value than saying I'm trying to sell you something. Like, for instance, there's this person who does um, personal training, right? He has his own business. It's all online. I only found that out by looking him up and the shirt he wore with his business name on it because he doesn't really talk about that. Instead, his videos are more focused on um, fitness tips and diet tips and, you know, uh, common beliefs about the fitness industry or the food you eat and calories. So you continue to watch him because it's interesting because he's giving advice and he's giving knowledge. He's not saying, hey, come and buy my program. But because of that interest in you wanting to know more from that person, that has led me myself to go and seek out the information myself. So I feel that is what TikTok is really good for, is really just showcasing who you are and what you have to offer in a way that is not you selling things. That's just me. That's just not, that's just my personal opinion. And that's what um, I find anyway, that if you do try to put things on there that offers, that they'd be like, ugh, like, ugh. So I think a lot of people are like me where they do feel like it's more of, oh, wow, I love what this person's saying. Let me follow. Let me find out more. Oh, look what this person's saying. Let me follow. Let me find out more. And that's what I think it's really for. So that is how you would um, get your leads to come in to you. With TikTok, it depends on your followers. And I'm not sure if everyone has this offer. There are different versions of TikTok where you can have like the professional business accounts as well as your standard accounts. When you have the business ones, um, you cannot use some of the sounds that people are using in their videos. Um, you are limited to certain ones. Um, but not everyone has the ability to put in a website link in their profile. Everyone can, however, link Instagram and YouTube. Okay, next video. Now, this is actually one of my TikToks. Okay, so <laughs> when I went back to edit this masterclass, I found that with this slide, and this is something new, this is how we learn new things all the time, is that because I embedded a TikTok video, it just continuously played over and over and over again. So I've just had to now re-record this part so that you can actually hear me instead of listening to my TikTok um, non-stop for ages. So I'm just going to go over the things that I love. And one of the things I love is you can create what you want. So 
on TikTok, there's so many different ways that you can present and so many ways that you can record your videos or the information that you're showing on there. If you feel like jumping on a trend, do that. If you want to talk to the camera and tell everyone something, you can do that. If you want to create an edited video with a voiceover, do that. Um, if you even just want to do a slideshow of stills or photos um, that are your favorite, you can do that. The, the options are endless. You can create transitions. You can create um, scenic videos and add voiceovers. You can do a mixture of all these different things. There's so many options. And that's one of the things I love about it is the fun in that, in creating that and using different bits of, of the way you can film things or showcase the things that you want to present in so many different ways. And that is also what engages your audience. Um, even though there's some people that just do one thing, like they might just be talking in their car and they're talking to you. So, and people will just watch because of that. But you have so many different ways you can do things. You can try different things. And that's one of the things I really love. Um, line them up is, um, if you have a series, like if you had a few things you want to talk about, or even if you had a really long video and you wanted to cut it and film it, you could do that and split it up into different videos. I know sometimes when I've been in the mood to talk about so many things, I will create a lot of my TikToks at once. So I will record a lot of the video and then I can edit later on and you will find what works for you and if that is something that you want to use, but I do like it because sometimes I'll be in that real creative space where I want to create all my TikToks and I will do them all at once and I can batch them and then I can save them in my drafts on the TikTok app. The other thing I really love about this is how you will find your people. Like if you are someone who likes monster trucks, meditation and pickling onions, you will find someone else who likes those exact things. Once that app gets to know you, um, it will really create a feed based on the things that you like and vice versa. Once you really create your presence on there and speak of the things that you love, what you're interested in and what you want to share with others, they will find the other people who respond to that or need to know that or who will love that aspect of yourself. And it's amazing that like, I've seen from some of the visit videos that they show me, there are people who like some things that you would consider super weird or super not interesting, etc. And you will look at a video and go, what did I just watch? And how did that get 10,000 likes? It will amaze you. You will find your people. And I don't think any other platform does that as well as TikTok. And they are really the three things that I love, but that one about finding your people for both your viewing pleasure and for the receiver's pleasure, I think is what really makes them stand out from, from every other platform. And just like with that other section, I found that this TikTok was also playing over and over in my original presentation. So I am here redoing it. If you couldn't hear what was just on the beginning, I probably cut it off. But this is another way you can do TikTok where you can um, 
stitch or duet another TikTok video, which means that you can either add the beginning of someone else's to your video. So you can, it can be like, oh, this person's talking about this and I want to say this. Or you can do this where it's a duet where you can play the other video and next to it you are doing like your reaction or whatever you want to put next to it. Um, so that's why I put that in there. So I could showcase that was me sharing one of my t-shirt TikToks. Um, I do have separate accounts for my t-shirts only because I felt that that was going to be a totally different audience to everything else that I offer um, based on my personal profile. So that was the only reason that I ran two. It would make more sense to run one account where you could. Um, totally up to you then. So I'm just going to go over the things I don't love. Probably not as well as I probably already recorded earlier. <laughs> so I'll try to do it as good as I did before. Um, it can take a while to grow with TikToks. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But however, I did it in a relaxed manner. It wasn't like, okay, I'm going to get to my first 10K immediately right now. Let's go. Let's create all this content. Let's get my words out. Let's get my hashtags right. Let's let's really focus on, on getting my voice out there and sharing all those things I want to share. I didn't really do that. Um, it was really sort of a laid back, oh, how does this work? Oh, I might do this. Oh, I could try this. So it was very laid back. And so it did take a while for TikTok to think, hmm, who am I going to share this with? Who's going to be interested in watching this? Who's going to like this? So it does take a while to build up that momentum. So sometimes you can sort of look at your results and think, hmm, nobody likes me. It's not that. It's just that we haven't found your people yet. And it will happen if you do keep posting and, and keep putting the things that you really want to share out there match with the right words and hashtags, etc. Shadow banning for no apparent reason was one of the things I wrote for things I don't love. And what I mean by that is when they don't show your things as often as they normally would. So if you were used to seeing a certain number of views for a while, then suddenly it just dropped. It could be for so many reasons that it's not even possible to think about or work out why or how, but it does happen. Like, even if you look in this video here on the screen, you will see like one of my swords in the background. I had that in the background of another video and it was, oh, you know, you have violated our terms, blah, blah, blah. So you probably would be in a really good state if you could understand the things that you're not allowed. Of course, it's the obvious things, the weapons, no nudity, no um bullying not bullying but you know not saying inappropriate things etc i think people can report you i don't know i've never done that i've never tried to so i don't know how that works also i think they have their own scanning so they will listen for keywords and the things that you write and be able to read images to see if there's ways that they want to slow down promoting you or give you a violation or stop you from running lives. There's all different things they can do, but sometimes you will find that maybe they, they're not pushing you like they normally would and your views are getting lower, but they may push that video in three months because I'm also really noticing that the push of, of videos from ages ago. So 
don't always be disheartened and go, oh, but I always used to get this many views and this one didn't and it's a similar video. You can't ever work it out exactly why, but just be aware that it can happen. Just try to adhere to the rules um, of the actual platform and you should be fine. Another thing is I wrote things I don't love, but <laughs> making it say that it's addictive is, is not really a thing I don't love, but you can lose time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sometimes you will get on there and you will start scrolling and next minute you look at your watch and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> where'd the day go? It's, it's, it's gone. And it's not, um, because you purposely were trying to run down rabbit holes or trying to look for things. It's just, there's so much content on there. There's so many people, there's so many different things you can look at. And if you're someone who has a lot of interest and likes watching a lot of things, you're going to find so many things that entertain you. So many things that educate you. So many new things, old things, funny things, um, just information, just stories, just people's lives. They can be happy. They can be sad. There's, everything on there so you can sometimes find yourself looking at that and going oh my goodness wow oh my goodness wow, and losing time i don't go on tiktok every day because i know that there can be time loss when we go in there so i do make sure that when i go in there i do have some time to spend on it um not it's it's not like facebook or instagram where you can just scroll <sighs> randomly for three seconds if you want you know sometimes you go into facebook and you just go scroll 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 out so it's not like that you can't do that <laughs> well you can but <laughs> you have some better um skills than i do that's why i limit the time that i go on it if you have an addictive personality you may find it um quite exciting in that way the other thing I just want to try to scammers, and by that I mean spammers, scammers, whatever you want to call them. There are a lot of fake accounts on there that will follow you, that will comment, they will create these profiles that look like these amazing supermodel looking people, and then they'll start talking to you. Oh, hello, dear. I've never engaged in a conversation long enough to see what the actual purpose is of why they would do that. I don't know if they end up asking you for information or money or whatever it is, if they're trying to hack you. I don't know, but they're normally not who they say they are. Um, it'll be very hard to tell that because some people do have profiles that are literally just a picture and a photo and nothing else in it because they're the ones who like to watch TikToks. Um, there are a lot of real people like that, but they're also the ones who aren't sort of real people or maybe they're fake people pretending to be other people as well. So if you're just aware of that and if people do directly message you to really sort of feel into, you know, what do they want? And are they a real person? Obviously if there's someone with their own videos and things like that. It's a lot easier to tell that they're real, but for all the others, just be aware that they are out there and I don't know what their goal is, but um, just having that understanding and knowing that they're there. The other thing too, you will notice, like, especially when you get a new account, they will start following you and liking and commenting and it's like okay thanks the same thing happens on other platforms like i know this happens a lot on instagram these these fake accounts and what will happen is you will see your numbers go up and you think oh wow i got all these new likes blah blah, blah. and the next day they all gone down and that's because TikTok has deleted them and found that they were spams or bots or whatever they are and they will disappear 
don't be disheartened they weren't real people but that is some of the things I don't love okay so why would you use TikTok and what it's good for so I think TikTok is a great creation outlet so if you like to create videos in many different ways this could be perfect for you you can do videos posts music even physical things you can show them off you can you can do all of it this i think there's just a world of opportunity in the way that we can create these videos and because tiktok is more predominantly short based videos because as you know, as a society, our attention span is getting less and less and less. You really need to be able to attract people in those first few seconds. So whatever it is that you're talking about or that you're offering, um, if you can try and do that as quickly as you can in the beginning so people can still watch you, um, that's where you're really going to be able to grab the audience. So if you're coming in there and going, hello, so today I will be sharing this. No one's going to look at it. You need to know that TikTok is like this. It wants the information and we want it fast. Like even myself, I find now, even when I'm looking something up to find how to do something, if there's a 10 minute video, I'm like, oh, I'm not watching 10 minutes. Someone just type the one sentence answer for what I'm looking for. I, because of TikTok and everything else out there, I want that information quickly. So just remember that it is fast based. If you're someone who does not like that fast-paced type um, visual um, information, it's it's not going to work for you. TikTok's also good. You can show the world who you are. You can show your thoughts, what you believe in, and whatever it is you believe in, you will find someone else who agrees with you. Um, there is so many people out there you will find the people who are going to like what you have to say like for me for instance so if i'm out there and i like spirituality but i also like superheroes and you know i like string theory like you will find a person who has those three unique things you will find your people it's it's amazing so it doesn't even matter what your thoughts are um, if you think the sky is red and you went and did a video and said the sky is red, you will find someone else who believes that. So you can say what you want. Do not tone it down. Always speak whatever your truth is. I will say there are people on there who do. <laughs> I know they, they say and do things to get the likes, to get the followers. And it's pretty sad, but you work that out. Um, so yeah, I've just written here, like. TikTok can show all aspects of self. So it doesn't just have to be your business. It doesn't just have to be what you have to offer. It can be you playing with your dog. It can be you driving down the street. It can be you making dinner as well as talking about the things that, you know, you like to talk about or you believe in. You can do everything. And I put on there, it's like Insta story on steroids. Because you think about it, you look at your stories on Facebook and Instagram, you're constantly... Uh, doing photos or information like through your day. Oh, this is me working. Oh, look, now I'm outside. Oh, look, this funny thing happened. Oh, look, I'm sharing this. Same thing with TikTok, but on steroids. So instead of a five second still or video, you can, you know, create something obviously up to 10 minutes. And uh, yeah, I've actually put that in here. Find your people. I will, however, mention that when you do have your own opinion, and this is across the board for all the platforms. There's always someone who is not going to like your opinion. And there's always someone who feels the need 
to express that to you. So with just like with any platform though, you need to have a layer <laughs> of skin that is a little bit thicker. If you are someone who is a spiritual business and you're doing things that may not be mainstream or not what uh, the general public are interested in or talking about or doing and you portray that out there you can sometimes get quite a number of people who are going to make fun of you they're going to say some really nasty things and I'm not going to lie, sometimes it can hurt, depending on who you are and where you are and how things affect you. Um, obviously, just remember that no one cares about their opinions, but I will warn you that it does happen. And I see it all the time, like even if you watch, especially like with things like light language, right? So people are coming out there, they're using their hands and they're saying weird words. I've seen some people I know do it and even though there'll be a lot of great comments, there'll be people in there and they say the nastiest things and it's like, oh my God. But just remember, it's just because they don't have the awareness of what it is that you're talking about and it's up to you on how you want to deal with that. You can, you can respond to them, you can ignore them, you can do whatever you like, but do not take them to heart. No one cares. They're just where they are because of whatever reason, whatever their journey was to being in that place where they need to feel the need to put people down. There is, there is a lot of that on there. However, once you find your people, you'll get less and less of that. Okay. Next slide. This is a 30 year old. I did a little bit of a screen record just to show you how you can use it. I, as I'm presenting right now, it is not playing the video, so I can't tell you what I'm showing you. But basically, you know, I'm just showing you what the screen looks like. Um, this is not a tutorial. I can do that. I will be doing that as a separate offer um, with TikTok. But once you get to know it, it can be pretty simple to use like with anything and if you're really good at learning it's not going to be too difficult to grasp if it is something that um, you're not so techie um, you may struggle a little bit however you can work around that by uh, creating videos in other places and then just uploading them and you know adding your comments and stuff like that on there so there are ways around it um you will never learn it all I do not know how to use everything in there every day. I learn something new. It's like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. And there's a million people on there <laughs> you will actually find in your TikTok feed that'll show you how to do that. There's always new things coming and going and not everyone gets them at the same time. I did, <clears throat> excuse me, mention that in the beginning that when they do roll out new features and functions that they can um, be given to you they cannot. So don't worry, it just means you're not getting that right now. And I do know you need a certain number of followers before you go live. When I first used it, it was um, a thousand. Um, but I was able to go live at 500. So I'm not quite sure. He really thinks he did now, something, did something there. You with... cannot jump on there and go live. You will need to get some of those follower numbers up and get some sort of stability in there. Yeah. Okay. Now I've done these little triangles just briefly, how you could use TikTok as spiritual entrepreneur. So obviously you can sell things. You can find 
um, your people. You can speak things to people. You can give people advice. You can share stuff. You can show things. Um, so you can sell your offers. You can find ideas. You can speak beliefs, advice, your thoughts, your personality. Now your experience and your experiences. So this is the experience and what you have and what you have to offer as well as the experiences you have had um, or a story you need to tell. There are a lot of videos that get really popular based on people just telling a story. It's not someone just being in front of a video doing an amazing um, aesthetic uh, video that appeals to your eyes and your ears. Just someone looking as normal as ever talking in front of a camera telling someone a story it could be a funny story it could be a sad story it could be um, an informative story they they really do really well so there's so many different things you can talk about you can showcase it's not just a one and done other things okay just a few other short things on this is you can only create on your phone not on your desktop if you don't like the fast paced scrolling and short videos it will not be for you and you need sound to watch it now i've spoken about those top two things with the sound to watch it what i meant was you know how like if you're sitting in a doctor's surgery or something you can scroll through facebook and instagram without the need of sound because we can read and we can look um, with tiktok it's it's a bit more difficult so unless you have an earphone in or you like sharing your sound with the people around you, um, you can't sort of watch it uh, willy-nilly out in public if you don't want people to hear what you're doing. And especially if you're watching um, some of those first trap videos um, and people keep hearing you listening to the same song over and over, they know that you're watching it over and over and over. <laughs> But that is what I wanted to share with you about TikTok. Um, just up on the screen here, I am doing a TikTok workshop in January um, uh, 2023 for spiritual entrepreneurs. <laughs> for spiritual entrepreneurs. Um, and what I will be doing in there is going to show you how to create your own TikToks in multiple styles. So we are going to learn how to use TikTok. We can set up your account. Um, I'll show you some different types we can do in there and how to do them. Um, we'll also talk about what format you can use to record, editing, posting. Um, I'll give you some samples we can talk about, writing on the screen, writing in the comments, adding music. And I'll also show you how to use CapCut. Now, just remember all this TikTok and CapCut is free, so you don't need to purchase any software to be able to do this. <clears throat> so there is no cost in, in setting this up and using this as your next step to create or grow your audience. But this workshop is going to be in January, like I just said, so the workshop's probably going to be about three hours, whether it's a full video or broken up, I'm not sure yet. But it will be something definitely if you want to start on TikTok to learn the basics, how to use it, how to set it up, how to create it. There's many workshops out there to learn this. There's many places you can go to learn this. There's many places you can go to, places you can go to to get this information for free. 
However, with my workshop, I'm going to add something to it that no one else can, and I'm going to create some graphics for you and some design for you because part of the graphic arm of my business is where I get to create uh, social media um, design for like posts and videos and things like that to really stand out from every day because I will tell you with TikTok there's there's so many people who are saying and doing a lot of similar things and the the only reason that you can stand out to make someone stop and look at you is you need to stand out a little bit from the others so part of this workshop is I'm going to add on a graphic design package so you can use that in multiple ways to help you grow once you start getting into this app and I will help you sort of start that up and maybe do a couple of videos I'll put a there'll be a whole package of the details um, below in the comments in here so have a look so it'll be workshop plus graphic design um, and some personal one-on-one -on -one experience so if you're interested in that um, follow the links and find out more below if you have any questions about TikTok like even if you just want to ask a question about it or something let me know just just reach out my socials are in there somewhere and if I don't have the answer I'm very good at finding it out for you and if I can help in any way to help any other spiritual people who are out there trying to get their voice and their message out there I'm always available to help you so I hope that this little talk on TikTok has helped you a little bit to understand more about the app and how it works and how it may work for you. Next, I will be talking about podcasts and YouTube. So stay tuned. It's on the end of this video. Um, if not, you can fast forward or you can stop or whatever you like. But thank you for being here and hopefully I will see you somewhere else. Oh, and follow me on TikTok, of course, please. How can I be what you want it to be? I actually put in here one of my first TikToks I created. It's so crazy, it's hilarious. But anyway, please feel free to watch that. talking about podcasts so if you watched the first part of this workshop I was talking about TikTok and how you can use it as a spiritual entrepreneur I'm still going to struggle with saying that word so please feel free to laugh accordingly so now we're going to talk about podcasts if you are a spiritual person and you have your own business or offers or coaching or healing or products whatever it is um, that you were thinking about moving on to podcasts to generate some more awareness or more business. I'm going to give you a rundown on what I have found for myself and how podcasts um, have worked for me. Okay, so before we start, I'm just going to go back to the three questions. If you didn't watch the first part about TikTok, I think that any new social media platform has three basic questions that you know, we need to have some sort of awareness around when embarking on doing something new. What do you want? How much time do you have? And what do you like to do? 
So what is the goal of the social media platform? Do you want more followers? Do you want more links? Do you want people to listen to you? Like if we refer this, what do you want to podcast? Obviously the, the outcome is going to be different to what do you want if you're on TikTok or if you are on YouTube. So it really depends on, on what your goal is. Do you just want more awareness? Do you just want people to hear your voice? Um, how much time do you have? Because some, some of the social media platforms will take more of your time than others. I will say though, while we're here in podcasts, this one is the easiest. I'm not going to lie. Podcasts are awesome, but we'll talk more about it soon. But how much time do you have? You really need to think about how much time do you have and what do you like to do? Do you like to get in front of the video and talk? Do you like to create cool and funny things? Do you like um, creating graphics? Do you like writing workbooks? Do you like just speaking, writing, whatever it is, find out what it is that you really like to do because that's where you are going to shine is in the, is in the platform that you are in your element in the thing that you love doing the most. Or if you're someone like me who likes doing all of it and rotating through different things, knock yourself out, give them all a go. Okay. Let's talk about what a podcast is. So a podcast is an audio file of you and possibly others, because you can do interviews, speak on a topic, subject, or general chit chat in the hopes that others will listen in the hope of being entertained, thought provoked, or educated. That was horribly worded. And I wrote in the hope twice, <laughs> we must be doing a lot of hoping, but what that means is, is basically when we are speaking into the microphone and like I am right now, as I am talking to you over this, this file is I am presenting you with, with information, whether it's a thought, an idea, a, an offer in the hope that you will listen and you will either engage or respond or receive. And with podcasts, it's, there's not too much to them because it is mostly just you speaking, creating an audio for someone else to listen. So all you are trying to achieve is for that person who is listening to be open to what you were saying, be open to the words that are coming out of your mouth, be open to receiving the intention of what you were speaking out with your voice, with your own tones, with your own frequency, whether it's you talking about a topic that you love or you sharing some new information or even just telling a story or finding out someone else's story. You are creating that vibrational frequency from your voice in the hope that someone else is going to receive it in the highest form of frequency that that person listening is going to receive. That's what the purpose of the podcast is. And it's really, I like podcasts because you are using your words. Your words have so much power and based on your intention at the time of recording and the information that you want to give out to people, it can be so powerful um, for whoever is going to hear exactly what you need to say. So it's doesn't have the the stress or 
all those other things that you worry about when you're on other social media platforms because you're not worrying about how do I look what am I wearing like you can literally record in your pajamas you can you can record anyway you're not worrying about oh have I worded this post correctly have I added the correct photo to this have I the right color scheme like you don't have any of that it is it is such a pure form of who you are and an expression of your true authentic self because as long as you're not someone who's just editing out all the ums and the ahs and the thoughts and the the word mix-ups etc you are really going to portray yourself truly as you are if you listen to mine you'll hear me doing a lot of ah um uh, stuttering, uh, re-saying words. You will hear me taking my breaths because it's real and authentic me speaking. Yes, I edit some spaces out normally if I cough or if the dog's barking or something, but I don't take out any of the other stuff because I want my true authentic self to be heard. In that moment, when I am thinking about the information that I'm giving to you, I am making sure that is me in my true authentic self so that you can really hear exactly what I want to say in that moment. Okay, next slide. How does it work? It's pretty simple. Think of what you're going to talk about, <laughs> record, edit, upload, and let people listen. It is as simple as that. And I know sometimes I do downplay the simplicity of things, but honestly, podcasting I find is super simple. Like the art of, of creating it and uploading it is a very simple task once you know how. For the rest of it, like if you were trying to get specific goals or specific numbers or specific outcomes, that, that's a whole other conversation more for a, um, a strategist. I'm just speaking as someone who literally just uses their podcast to get their thoughts out into the open existence of our being. And I know that sounds like what? <laughs> and it does. This is how I literally talk. So please feel free to listen to my podcast if you want to hear random weird ramblings that make no sense. For me, I see it as a point in time with whatever thought I feel needs to come out. Because once we voice that out, it's out there. It's out there for whoever to receive it. And I believe that we're all just energetic vibrational frequencies and us speaking our voice and allowing those tones to come through the audio waves. They're going to reach the people they need to. And for me, it's not about having a billion followers or 8 million listeners each month. It's setting the intention that the right people are going to hear the right thing at the right time. And to me, that is so much more powerful um, than everything else that is going on. However, that doesn't have to be your only intention. You can have that as, well, this is my goal and this is why I want to do a podcast, as well as I want to bring awareness to this topic or I want to share my opinion on this or I want to speak to other people who are amazing and I know that people want to hear their, their stories and I want to interview them or I want to read things. Like you can literally use a podcast to read things if you wanted to. There's 
there's so much opportunity for you to speak on here but because it doesn't have all those other things overhanging it there's like such a freedom in speech because we're not worrying about all those other things it's it's literally just our voice and our thoughts coming through the microphone and I don't think it can get any simpler than that and there's so much more power in in the voice than when you're reading a post that you may have written that that comes directly through to you for you to release into words wherever you're posting it but you know sometimes you'll go through it and you'll edit it and you know you'll make it perfect and sound beautiful and nice and polished yet with a podcast you can really showcase the true essence of who you are because it is just your voice and if you are doing it in the sense that it is just your your highest frequency of thoughts in that moment it's going to be so genuine and it's going to find the right people and it's just a really great place for you to to allow the expression of that to come out and I honestly feel also as well because when we do have so much of these things that we want to talk about if we don't have the right outlets for them they can get bottled up they can get sort of you know maybe construed a little bit in our mind with our consistent thoughts etc so for us to allow them to come through and come out I do believe that they are like our own vibrational frequency that needs to come out for someone else to hear it and for us to hold on to them they're not they're not serving anyone they're, they're better to be released and in the in the knowing that the right people are going to hear it okay I'm rambling I apologize okay next slide <laughs> okay what are podcasts good for oh they're getting they're good for people to get to know you um, they're teaching people new things so you can talk about things and how you did things you can share your opinion you can open up a new conversation you can create awareness you can interview people you can create playlists and episodes you can even use podcasts like even if you're you know like writing a book you could do a series if there was like a story you wanted to tell you could do a series and you could read that to people like with the anticipation of oh what's happening next it doesn't just have to be oh I have this amazing idea and this amazing thought and I'm going to be sharing it with you all right now it doesn't have to be that it could just be well I experienced this last week and this is what happened and this is how I felt it's so people can really connect with who you are based on what it is you're talking about and it doesn't have to be anything particular it doesn't have to be in a certain format it doesn't have to be in a certain way you can have uh, podcasts that are really small you can make them just like five minute podcasts if you want and you do them daily or you can have a weekly episode which is an hour you can do 20 minutes on this there's no limit on it you could even try and tackle all these different um, ways that you can speak you could say okay on Mondays I'm going to be reading from this book or on Tuesdays I'm going to tell you a story about when I was in college for the next six weeks or you know for this month every Thursday I'm talking about um, something new I want to teach you you the the options are endless but 
you can express whatever you want. You can share whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. It's, it's another place. And I know with TikTok, it's a certain way that you will attract the people that you like, but there is that also that recognition through, through sight where people are attracting to you, not just because of your voice, but because of the visual as well. And as you know, when you are watching a video, and I think this is why subconsciously I've created a slideshow for this is when we are watching someone on video, whilst we're trying to listen to the information, you get distracted. Like, I can tell you watching because I've watched a lot of learning videos, programs, coaching calls, you name it. I see what's in the background. Oh, what book do they have over there? Oh, what's that crystal? Oh, what's up? Oh, hang on. What'd she say? I was listening to that. So there is a level of distraction that can come when you are trying to talk about something with video versus when you are purely just using audio. So when someone is just listening, that's all they can do is listen. Yes, of course, our thoughts will run away and we may miss bits. I know, I understand that. But we, we're we more captured in our voice. I, I read books in multiple different ways. So I can read them online on Kindle. I can read them in physical copies and I listen to my Audible. And that's three different ways of receiving the information and I don't have a preference to which one I like better or which one works better but for me listening to the audible ones they work best while I'm driving so while I'm driving I'm listening to things going oh my god wow that's amazing versus if I'm reading on kindle that could be you know where I'm out somewhere and I can't carry books or something I can read something on my um ipad Versus if I'm lying on the couch or sitting outside and I'm reading a book, they're different experiences and I'm receiving the information in different ways. But I think there's such a high level of receival that can happen when we are listening to the audio only without any other distractions. Okay, here's all my all fours. So these are just some of the things that I think are great about podcasts. Of course, there's so many other things we can talk about, but these are some of the ones that have just jumped out. So you, you can record anywhere and anytime, which is true. Like you can even record on your phone if you want to, while you're sitting in the car, you can record in your pajamas and you can record as many episodes at once. So if you were like, oh, I really want to get the story out or I really want to teach this or I really want to talk about this, you can record it all and then you can split it up. So you can bulk record or you can say, okay, this week I'm doing all these interviews for my podcast and these are going to be, you know, the next three months. So you can bulk them up and have them all ready and not need it all for a few months. You can say what you want on a podcast. Um, I've written here, you don't have people commenting nonstop with their own opinion. Like I was saying when I was talking about the TikTok one, and I will be also saying this in YouTube, it's a diff different platforms. What I have found, this is a general observation, this is my opinion, is different platforms attract a different audience. And what I mean by that is, this is very broad, but different types of people will comment different types of things depending on where you're at. Like on TikTok, 
you'll get a certain type of person who would respond like the way that if they wanted to say something that wasn't positive or negative they they'd like create a joke or say something funny versus some of the hate that I see on YouTube will be like 12 year old gamers writing words that make no sense like versus someone on Facebook who would disagree with your opinion based on their opinion and it's interesting as you work through all these different platforms how you get these different responses um, depending on what you're putting out there and you will you'll have your own experience but for me I've noticed there's def definitely a certain type if you like that that happens and I didn't mention this just before in the other one but you really need to just have a little bit of a thick skin. But with podcasts, I haven't had that. I haven't had anyone who comes in and goes, oh my God, you're so full of crap. That's that's a lie or that's wrong. There's, there's none of that. And it could be because I only have a handful of listeners. It could be because it's not really the place for people to comment and no one's going to really listen to you unless they want to. It's not where it's just thrown in your face like watching TikTok or scrolling through a feed somewhere of different things that you're accessing it's there's a more um an interest in hearing what you want to say before the person engages with what you have to offer so there's already uh, uh, a deeper and more intimate level of interest in what you want to say when someone goes to listen to your podcast um, the other all fours, you can interview people, like even if you didn't want to just speak by yourself or even if you had a friend, like just say you and your friend have hilarious conversations or really deep and in-depth conversations and you thought people need to be hearing what we're talking about because it is really cool. You could do that. So you can even interview um, people that you admire. You can contact them and say, oh, hey, I've got a podcast. It's about this and you really help me get to this place or you really know a lot about this can i interview you on my channel and that can be something you can do as well um you can start and stop as you please <laughs> like think about it doing a podcast like right now i can go ah oh, pause and i can go to the toilet and get my load of washing on if you're doing a live or something that there, there, there's you, you're not going to stop for that however i will say on tiktok people do do that their lives, <laughs> there's a different brand of lives on TikTok. TikTok does have where you can sometimes see a live recording and there's literally no one on screen for ages. But I should have spoken about that in TikTok. Um, but with podcasts, you can. You can stop and start. You can go do things. Um, with podcasts, yes, you can use it as a lead gen to something else. So it's the same with all your other platforms. You can be sharing information. At the end of it, you can do a call to action or a CTA. You can tell them to do something else at the end, or you can put it in the in the commentary for your actual episode or links to over here or tell them about certain things. Um, you can also use this as media for other platforms of course we can do that with all platforms depending what you're using you can take little snippets of this and create stories or create a TikTok or add it as a voiceover to a video um, and another all for is it's it's so simple to create like you don't need high-end tech I know 
yes, it is probably great to have a good microphone, etc., and a place that is quiet to record. However, there's no strict rules on on the things you actually need to have and and just start creating your your first podcast. And and I've written in there there's no cost setup and there is it. You can use your phone. You can create it so simply it's not funny. I do have a microphone that I'm using right now. I don't know if you can even see it. No, you can't. No, can I lift it up? Can you see my little is this little tiny dot? No. <laughs> I'm just gonna rip it out of its socket. Sorry if I put my hands on there, probably made the sound weird. But like this hardly cost anything. So there's no real setup. And monetization, like with a lot of the platforms, you can monetize from them. If that is your goal, if that's something that you want to do, of course you can become popular, you can do ads, you can do whatever. I don't know much about the monetization of podcasts. That is not something I have done, but I know it is possible. Okay, next slide, the downside. I don't know why I'm singing. I apologize. Now, <laughs> it's funny. When I was writing this, the downside, I'm like, huh, what is the downside of a podcast? I honestly could not think of any. Because if you were creating the podcast in the hope to achieve an actual goal, and it wasn't happening as well or as fast or how you thought it would, that could be a downside. But for me, having my podcast, I don't really have a, a set goal or a reason why I'm doing it. It's more of me just getting out what I need to for that week. I do weekly podcasts and I try to keep them between 20 to 40 minutes. Um, sometimes they go over, sometimes they go under, but that's the broad uh, scope for what I have. And my purpose of it is nothing. It's just, what do I want to talk about that week? And then whatever that topic is, then I can use that information or that thought or that topic or what I've worked through that I'm speaking about, I will use that in other areas. So I can use that as a, a post on Medium. I can add that to my blog on my t-shirt site. I can talk about that in a simplified way on a Facebook post. I can create a TikTok or I can... The other thing you can do is if you are using a video platform, like if you were using YouTube and you wanted to have weekly chats like this, you could create your video with video footage and then just extract the audio and create that into your podcast. Or you could even do it without the video. So right now, if I was recording a podcast, I could then add that to some other sort of footage and still put that on YouTube. So whether that's a downside, I don't know. Um, if you wanted to put it across different platforms. I don't think it is, but I've just written down here for the downside. It could be hard to get an audience. Um, that's like with any platform. I found podcasts probably a little bit more difficult. And because you don't have that interaction of people liking, disliking, or commenting, they can't. Uh, I don't know if they can like or dislike. Um, because you don't have that commenting function you don't have feedback 
So you're not reacting to it. You're not worrying about it. It's just out there <laughs> and you just set your expectation and that's it. So the only way to know if you are having an audience is to start looking at some of the inside and see <clears throat> how many people are listening, how many plays do they have, are they stopping at a certain point, etc. And this is what I've written here. You don't know if people are enjoying it. You're up against the big players because there are some big, big players out there. <laughs> Actually put it in there, your kids will listen to every episode but not tell you. <laughs> I know they do. We have this... Um, we have this like running joke in the car and sometimes if we're putting music on on Spotify, the kids will put on my podcast. I'm like, no, get that off. I don't want to listen to myself. <laughs> but they do listen because suddenly one kid will say, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, wait, what? Why are you listening to my podcast? <laughs> um, if you record weekly and you forget, you can't just do a quick post. I guess that's a downside. There's no rules with podcasts. I don't know enough to tell you if there is an algorithm that works and how it promotes it. Um, but is that a downside? I don't know. And then I've also put in, if you want an intro or I put exit music, I think it's called an outro and voice and you don't know how it may be a little hard to work out. <laughs> it's not that difficult either. So there wasn't really any heavy downsides that I could find to having a podcast, but I could not think of any of it. The, the, the only thing that it's going to cost you is a little bit of time. And that's, that's like all the other platforms that you're using anyway, it's just going to cost a little bit of time. And I don't really think that's a downside if that's something that works for you and something that you feel like that you uh, really want to do. Okay, why I love it. You can only be you. You can speak your mind and you can do it whenever you feel like it. And that's such a broad why <laughs> I love it because you can do that anyway. But it's not dependent on you having to follow certain steps or doing certain things in a certain way or following certain trends or making sure this is right or making sure that is right. You can literally just record your voice and load it and that's it. And I think there's so much power in that and that's why I really love it. And if you do have other social media platforms, you can just drive people to it. So instead of you writing a long post about something in Facebook, you could be like, oh, hey, I'm talking about this today, guys. Come listen on my podcast. So you can drive people to it and it can save you having to do things in other areas as well. Now, there wasn't as much to talk about with podcasts as there was with TikTok because I love it and it's awesome. But I will tell you, just like TikTok, I will be doing a podcast workshop next month in January. So it will be a similar setup. It'll probably be about three hours of video footage on how to create your first podcast. Um, I will be showing you how to do that on Anchor. Um, which is actually by Spotify. But once you're in there, you can create your RSS feed and you can go across to many other different podcasting platforms. I'll show you some recording, basic editing, how to create intro, outros, logo and name creation. And uh, I've written that there, how to broadcast on other services. However, with these workshops, 
you can get a podcast workshop anywhere. You can go <clears throat> watch a video anywhere about how to use it, how to learn it, how to do it. You can, there's so much free information out there. It's amazing. But what I'm going to do with these workshops, I'm packaging them up with my own um, personal assistant. So what that means is you're going to get the workshop and I'm going to help you set up your first podcast. I will help you set up your name, your blurb, your graphics. Um, so we will create the graphics. So there is a graphic portion. I'll show you how to um, <clears throat> do the artwork. And if you want to create new artwork for every single podcast, I'll show you how we can do that. And I will help you set this up. So you are well on your way to start doing this as often and um, whenever you feel like doing it. So that will be a package that I have on offer. It'll be down here in the comments and you can find out more about that. But this is for the spiritual entrepreneurs, I'm going to get that word right, to help them get their podcast out there. So if you're interested, just check out the blurb below. Okay. So us, I just inserted this is my Welcome to Disruptors, the dark side of intro and outro. My name is Anna and I am your host and this is my podcast. So this is what we will be talking about having physical, metaphysical, spiritual, life, dark, you name it, let's go there. I am here to eliminate, I am here to activate your code. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, know that it is exactly what you need to hear in this moment. So enjoy the podcast and hopefully you'll be hearing a lot more of them. I love that beat. Because it is really represents. Okay, now we're on to YouTube. YouTube's been around forever. Um, we all know about it. I don't even know when it first came out, but I know it's been around forever. We all know what YouTube is. I, <laughs> there'd be something wrong if you don't know what YouTube is and how to use it. So I'm going to speak to you about it as someone who wants to start having a presence on YouTube. We all know how to watch YouTube. We all know how to find videos and watch videos, etc. But I'm just going to go over what I found as someone who's just started creating a channel um, as a spiritual entrepreneur um, and how it sort of worked for me and how it can work for you. <clears throat> okay. So let's begin. What can we do on YouTube? So we can do long and short video streaming. So YouTube was predominantly more known for um, just the, the widescreen videos that we would watch to learn things. Now they have a thing called shorts, um, which are just like TikToks or Insta Reels or Facebook Reels, whatever you want to call them, they're the short form video because as you know, we are a society that is moving more and more towards short form information. 
so we can do long or short video streaming on YouTube. So, and I've put in there, we have one minute shorts, so the videos. So the shorts, the reels, they are one minute or less. You can also go live on YouTube like you can on TikTok. There's also a subscription service. I do believe you need a certain amount of interaction or plays or followers. There are some rules. You can't just jump in and go in and do things like with most of the, the platforms, they do want you to really sort of create a presence before they allow you to have all their tools because we know there are scammers and spammers out there who do take advantage of some of these things. So they just want to make sure you're real and you do have people, etc., etc. YouTube also has a section, um, I'm not quite sure what it's called, but you can actually post content. So it's like a Facebook feed. So you can write things that are happening and what you're doing and things like that. I don't think I've ever gone to anyone's to read that, um, but the option is there and you can, if you are using it as an additional platform to other ones, you can literally just use what you're posting in other places and put it onto there. So it's not something that's going to be, wow, that's such a great tool. It's just something that I guess has been added so that it can become um, a one and done uh, social media platform because there's lots of people who actually only use one platform. And if you want to get information out there in different media ways, so not just in video, you want to write things, etc., like that, most of these platforms are now giving you those options where you can do more than one thing at once. Because just remember, they want you to stay in their platforms. They don't want you jumping around across to all these other ones. They would, of course, prefer you to stay on theirs. So you can post content. The other thing I really love on YouTube is the unlisted video. You can do three different types of videos. So there's public, private, and unlisted. Unlisted ones are the best. So you can upload videos and the people who will see them are the ones you give the link for. So they're not just in the general public for any general person to watch. It can be created just for a certain people. So like, even if you were selling something or offering something, you could be like, hey, here's your video, here's your training, here's your training videos, etc. It's It's awesome. Okay, benefits. Okay, benefits of YouTube. So you can create your own channel, which is everything you. So in YouTube, you create what is the channel. So literally it's, if you view it as, oh, this is my television station. Remember when we used to watch television stations? It's it's not so much anymore, is it? It's all streaming services, but imagine it's like a TV station and someone's tuning into you, what are you going to offer them? So you can give them long or short videos. Um, YouTube is also a SEO search engine and ranking with Google. So that means just like with TikTok, when you search things in Google, your videos can come up as a um, response to whatever someone has requested in Google. Your content lasts forever. I do not know how many times I have looked something up in YouTube and I'm brought to a video from 2015. You're like, wait, what? This is so old. The content lasts forever. If it's in there, you're going to see it. And I've still received some great information from someone talking about things like five, 10 years ago. So 
it's lifetime lasting. Um, you can collab with others. They have this new tool at the moment where you can tag other creators and things like that in there. Of course, with YouTube, you can go live. So just like with any of the other platforms that you go live with, you can go live and you can teach, you can train, you can share, you can show things, you can um, respond to people, you can have subscribers. So YouTube now also has a subscription service. So people can actually pay for a subscription to get certain videos or certain information for you. Um, you can grow your email list. So if that is one of your goals, that is a really great place where you can really tell people to subscribe and and join up here and do this and do that you can create playlists um another benefit of youtube is it's been around forever everyone uses it i put linkedin google searches pretty good that up there but you can flow traffic to it from other places so just like i was saying with the podcast what you can do is instead of uploading your videos into say like a Facebook group and things like that, you can now just put a link to the video in YouTube. So what I found with YouTube is that you can like store your videos in there instead of having a Facebook group where it's, ah, oh, here's your guides, here's your videos, blah, blah, blah. You can keep them on YouTube and you can just send those links to other people so that they can uh, watch the video through there. Cause there's no point doing things many times. Um, once you start using a lot of different social media platforms, you will start to see things that take too much time or seem so time consuming. And you'll really try to find a way to make it easy, especially if you're across many different platforms. So if you were doing a Facebook live and then you downloaded it, you could then upload that into YouTube and vice versa. You could watch it on YouTube and download it and put it in other places or chop it up or add it up. You will, you will find a way that works for you so that it's not, okay, so I've got Facebook, got to do my Facebook live. Now I'm going to go over to YouTube and I'm going to put this video in and then I'm going to edit this over here. Then I'm going to add it over there. It's, it's really working out what's easiest for you. Cause we don't want to do everything the long way around and make it super hard. We just want it easy. Cause at the end of the day, we're not here to just continually create content. We just want to showcase or share our experience or, or present our offers. And we just need to try out these different platforms and see what works, see what doesn't work, and then find the ways that works for us to work across all of them. So we're not wasting our time on that. But YouTube, of course, it has, has so many benefits um, to it. And I don't think any of it's going to be super new to you. I think the shorts and the subscription are probably more of the new thing. I don't use I haven't used YouTube as much as I've wanted to yet as a full creative channel. I am still definitely in the early stages, so I'm not the expert at it, but I am just giving you what I found with it. Um, so we're going to move over to, <laughs> I don't know why I called it down as, but you will need to learn how to create an edit video. Um, you can of course have a channel where you just put a video up there and blah, blah, blah. And it's great. That's fine. However, if you want to play up against the big boys, you're going to have to learn how to do um, front screens, back screens, um, 
links to other videos, etc. There may be a bit of a learning curve if that is your goal. Of course, if it's not, who cares? If you are just going to use it as a place to put information that you're doing other places, that's going to be super simple. But there is an element of learning how to create and edit video, especially if you're going to be someone who is going to be creating videos um, on the screen of you creating a YouTube video. If that is something that you're going to do, you're going to have to learn how to record, how to edit and all those types of things. Um, with YouTube, you may not get many viewers. So you can draw people obviously to your videos from other places. It can, I think videos with, with no views and brand new, even with the right hashtags, etc., will not be seen um, if someone's searching for something. So you would have to come up against some other videos, videos that would probably have more of a higher presence or viewership that would sort of be seen before yours. So you may need to sort of get that algorithm going. And like I've said with the other ones, I did not know how the algorithms work, <laughs> but I do know it does really depend on if people like your stuff and how they're watching it. And I've just written here, you'll need to learn how to drive traffic to your channel. So of course, if you're brand new, you will need to find a way to bring people to find you. Otherwise, no one will be watching you. Everyone has an opinion on this platform. Now, I've written that because <laughs> on shorts, right? So the shorts are the 60 second and under videos that you can upload. So you can just use your YouTube uh, or your reels. Of course, you need to take off the icon. Um, they don't want you just creating a TikTok and then just posting it up there. So with the shorts, people can like and dislike your videos. And they can do that for the main ones as well. So they can literally dislike your video. And people will. People will go out of their way to dislike things that you were saying. If they don't like them, if they don't agree with them, if it was something you said, something you look like, something you believed in, they will tell you all about it. And it's really interesting. I find that YouTube has, has for me, had the nastiest people on it. Like, I don't know if there's a whole mm, industry or group of people who are on YouTube because for whatever reason, and they wake up and go, I'm going to be an ass today. <laughs> I'm going to be mean to everyone. If someone's not saying something that I like or enjoy, I'm going to let them know. So <laughs> I have found for me, this may not be everyone's case, that there are people who are rude AF on here. So the beauty though of YouTube is you can delete comments. So it's up to you on how you want to respond. You can ignore them. You can reply to them. You can delete them. You can block them. So it's not much to worry about. But sometimes when you've done a great video and you've done something that you think, wow, this is so good. It's really going to help someone. And someone comes in and goes, in, 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 in. You're like, <gasps> Of course, depending on who you are, where you're at, how you feel, etc., it may hurt for a second. But that is just something to be aware of. But that's like any platform. You get that anywhere. But I have found for me that YouTube has been the nastiest. There's a lot more experienced people on here. And that's because YouTube's been around for so long. So if you want to try and rival some of the big 
speakers or like people in the area that you want to talk about or things that you want to showcase, you're going to come up some pretty professionals, the ones who have full teams, the ones who have full editing suite, the ones who have all the goodies. If you are coming in to rival them, it's going to be fun. <laughs> you're going to have to do some work. But if you are someone who doesn't care about any of that, of course, it's not going to worry you and you are just using it as a way to drive people to, to find you, that's awesome. Do that. It's not going to worry you. But there's just sort of some of the things that I may see as a downside. Like with any of these platforms, they're all going to have their good sides and bad sides and things that you like and don't like. And just remember all of this is just my opinion and my experience. So don't take it as fact. Okay. Okay, what I love about it. I don't know why I keep seeing every time I do a topic. Okay, what I love about it. You can talk about multiple things. Of course you can. So the beauty of YouTube, if you do have multiple interests and maybe it's your brand, maybe it's you as a personal person, you can talk about different things. So just say you love gardening and you want to do lots of videos on gardening. You can have a whole playlist just on gardening. But then at the same time, you want to do a whole series on um meditating you can do that as well so you can do what you want you can create your own playlist people can just binge watch and go through that playlist and watch all those videos the unlisted videos i know i've mentioned this before but it's so awesome it's so good because if your video is being held on your youtube channel you don't need to store it anywhere else once it's there it's there so if, if you know if you don't want to have this multiple <laughs> never-ending plethora folder of folders like I do um, <laughs> my Google Drive and my iCloud Drive is so big it's not funny <laughs> but it does need a cleanup but it is a great tool to you so you can have your videos in there and if you set up your own um, like a little spreadsheet or something that shows those videos. So anywhere, if you are on any other platform or who you're speaking to in person or whatever, you can refer them to those videos and they'll always be there. And that's what I said there. You can link a video from anywhere else. It is so good because you can create your own playlist. So if you said to someone, oh, I'm an expert on manifestation, here, go watch all my videos and you can constantly upgrade them. So even if you started five years ago and you had this video from five years ago, but some of that information was still relevant, you can then still add a new video talking about the same thing, but, you know, just let people know that this is more updated. So YouTube's YouTube. We know it's great. We know it's awesome, but it does, it's, its main purpose is to provide um, that specific, tool of giving video format and giving you information through that video format it does not have to be you in front of a camera there are many videos on there now that i watch that i have meditation music that just have you know things moving or they can be informative like watching a a presentation at school where they're giving you information or you know how they have those animated characters now so you can literally use your voice and the characters um can create this whole scene based on what you're talking about so there's many different options it doesn't just have to be your face but it is a great it is a great place for people to really showcase the things you want to speak about 
at a longer level. So on TikTok where you do more focus on the shorter videos, whereas in Facebook you would need more of a group. On YouTube you can actually do those long videos if you do want to talk about big topics, if you do want to present big things to people or teach people or show people or examples of things, you do have that function to make a video as long as you want and really show whoever it is that you're trying to show exactly what you want to show them. And then by using your video and your words and on screen, and if you want to edit it and make little um, captions and other things, clickable links and stuff on the screen, or you can use the, the content, the writing down below or in your trailer, your about section, wherever it is, you can draw them into other areas. So like with all your platforms, you can cross them all over. Oh, if you're in YouTube here, come follow me on Facebook and TikTok. Oh, you're on Facebook, come watch my videos on YouTube. And you can cross them all over and link them all up. But you clearly have that option in here. Okay, <clears throat> some notes on YouTube. If you don't create or want to create a video, this is not the platform for you. However, you can use audio files and add to other imagery inside, which is just what I was speaking about. It is a video formatting function. So if you just want to sell workbooks, it's probably not the best platform unless you want to showcase something like that. You can also run ads for your business as well as run ads through your content. So if you are someone who is trying to promote something, an idea or thought, you can run ads. You can do that um, as ads being placed in other people's videos, or you can have other people's ads run through your content and monetize from your videos. I do believe you need a presence following a certain number of plays before you can do that, but it is a function for you. Um, and that's what I've written there, you can monetize. So like with all the platforms, you can, you can advertise on any platform. It's, it's whether you want to invest in that, whether you think the return is going to be worth advertising. And that would be something more for social media strategists for you to engage with, to find out if that's going to work for you. I have not advertised in any platform. So I am not an expert in any way whatsoever. Okay, now, <laughs> what have I written here? How many times have you wanted to find how to do something and you have ended up at a YouTube video? This is so true. Every time you search for something, what do you find? YouTube video. There is literally a video for everything. If you have something that you can share, teach or educate someone else about, then you need to be on it because people are always looking for whatever it is you have to offer. It's not just for gamers and YouTube sensations. Of course, if you are a gamer, of course, YouTube's perfect. Um, but obviously that is not what I'm targeting. I'm targeting my spiritual peeps. So it is a great place for you to talk about the things that you want to talk about, to teach the things you want to teach people, to showcase what you can do and what you can offer people. It is such a great tool for really getting people to see who you are, what you have to offer, and then using either the screen or the words on the screen, on the, on the bottom of your videos to draw people into something else. So depending what your end goal is, 
it's all there. You can create it and make it as easy or as difficult as you want it to be. So that brings me to, yes, another workshop. So the YouTube workshop is going to be all about creating and running your own channel, recording and editing your videos, creating shorts and mastering lives. This workshop will be the same as the others that I was talking about. There'll be about three hours of video content as well as a personalized experience where I will help you set up and create your channel. So we will create the graphics. We will create um, whatever you want to call your channel. It could just be you as a person or it could be something where you actually want to give it a name or some sort of container that you want to call it. I will help you set that up. Um, and I'll also go through some of the basics of it with you if you need help with that. And we'll also create some graphics so you can draw some people to it and we'll set up some um, before and intros and outros for your videos that you can use for your videos. I can show you if you use Canva and things like that, we can edit them so you can change them depending on your video, but I will give you some templates for that as well. So you will be set up and ready to go with your own YouTube workshop because I think it's, it's with YouTube, let's be real. There's a billion ways that you can learn how to use YouTube. There's many different courses. There's many different people talking about it. It's been around forever. You will find someone who can help you. And like I said, way back at the beginning of this video, which was so long ago now where we, where I learn in circles. So it's not just me who's going to tell you how to do something. You, you will need to speak to other people and source your own information, use your own intuition and find your own answers whilst also doing things yourself is, is the best way for you to really get to know how you're going to use something, if it's going to work for you, if it's worth your time and what your actual, actual end goals are. But that has brought us to the end of, hmm, I think it's going to be like a two hour video. So <laughs> if you watched it all, well done and thank you. Um, I hope it's given you a little bit of insight into these three platforms and how you might be able to use them. Um, as someone who may have a spiritual business or education or healing or coaching or product, whatever it is, if you're trying to get into the into one or all of these platforms, I would love to be able to help you in any way I can. All the information about the workshops and the personalized assistance is down below in the comments. If you are listening to this as a podcast, it is also in the comments there as well. If you do have any questions, comments, etc., just ask. Um, you will find all my details somewhere around here. But I am really determined to help people get into these areas. As someone now who's become sort of full circle in their spiritual and healing, and now that I've set up those all those different extensions of me, those businesses that I now work at, work on. I know that I am now in a space where I would love to help other people get into these platforms and um, just get their foot in the door and start really setting them up. And then you can really decide whether it's something that you want to move forward with. And then you can find the people who will help you to really get you on the mark. But my goal is to 
get you as a spiritual person to get you onto these platforms if that's what you want with um, the design and the experience of being a spiritual person and of being a creative person and someone who's done it someone who's learned it as much as they could and is continuing to learn as they can and really just using my own unique um, knowledge experience tools and drive to help you get into these places in in the easiest way possible so you don't have to struggle as much as as i did and that is the whole purpose of why people sort of create office and do these things is so you don't have to do those those hard yards and um, finding the more difficult path when there is an easier one so thank you guys thank you for enduring me for this long any questions please reach out